Hello everybody and welcome back to Chakras and Cuss Words. Today I am doing the horoscopes and talking about Gemini season. So yay, we are moving on this zodiac calendar pretty quickly and I'm excited to be entering that new area of summer and all that really high growth area i feel like once we get into spring we see a lot of area of transition coming um new areas of growth in life if it's the plants if it's the um the earth whatever it is we just really see this growth state so i'm super excited to talk about the gemini i think the gemini in all honesty is one of the most fascinating zodiacs. I'm really intrigued by the Gemini. So I'm very excited to get into everything that makes the Gemini so special and everything that makes Gemini's one of the most not only dynamic but kind of complex zodiacs. So first of all, let's talk about the Gemini as the Gemini is kind of known for, right? So the Gemini is automatically known for that duality, that area of some call it like twin energy where they say the Gemini can go from one area to another area really fast. It's not necessarily like this person has different personalities or different energy sources that makes them um, that makes them, I guess you could say like confused of who they are. Most Geminis actually know exactly who they are. The thing is about the Gemini that's a little bit different is that it has that strong duality center, that strong area where it is almost like a symbol of the twins. It has this area of dynamic where it's probably very passionate about one thing and then also very passionate about another thing that might be totally different. And when we think of Geminis, we sometimes say, oh, Geminis, like, I feel like Geminis have a bad fucking rap. Like, let's be honest, like, there's certain zodiacs that a lot of people are like, you can't trust them. Those zodiacs are bad. Uh, Gemini's are so um, so hard to get along with. Or one minute they love you, and the next minute they hate you. Like we get into this area where we start like labeling each other, and it's just not right. And it's not true. Like in all honesty, there's some amazing Gemini's, and there's some Gemini's who aren't so amazing. But that is with every zodiac. That is way more than just your sun sign. That is way more than just your zodiac. So Geminis are ruled by Mercury. And Mercury is that big planet of communication. And it's that big area of analyzation and having that really logical area of the mind. It is known for being like that center that's really tapped into the mind energy, the mindset energy. And another things that really make Gemini stand out is that area of the fourth, I'm not the fourth, of the third house. The third house is really known for the communication, for that area of 
being able to communicate not only the thoughts that the Gemini has, but maybe the desires, the intent and manifestations. And I will say when I started getting into the area of reading like celebrity charts, I came, it came by no surprise that some of the most controversial people and some of the most opinionated people were Geminis. And I'm going to give you a list of some of the famous Geminis out there so we can kind of look and talk about their dynamic, the dynamic that the outsider sees of that Gemini mind, right? And the Gemini is a mutable sign, which um, for some people, it's that area. It's not a cardinal sign, so it's not as spontaneous as maybe a cardinal sign is. It isn't the season starter. It's not the fixed sign where it's very just centered in its own ways, the foundation. It is more, I guess you could say, energetic in the fact that it's whimsical. It's more of um, how it all works, how the purpose of maybe a um, new plan works, how everything kind of happens. It's kind of like the mover and the shaker, right? Like you have that area where um, people want to communicate, but maybe they're not getting it out. And the Gemini is kind of like that person who will teach you how. Also, um, we want to think of Geminis because they are very whimsical and they're very magical. They're very social. I feel like Geminis, when you are around a Gemini, you're like, this person is very different. This person is very intriguing. I would like to get to know this person better. And we see a lot of dynamic where they feel very social because they are very social. They're known as being like social butterflies. They are really those people who like to get out, meet people, um, also work with other people. They aren't maybe so solitude as, um, let's say like an Aquarius or let's say like somebody who is fixated on the me, uh, maybe like a Leo. They're more like social. They want to know what's going on with everybody. <laughs> um, and they really see that energy where they kind of push it through. Some people might say they're a little flighty, but they're not. They're I like to say whimsical. They move around. They get around. They go from different areas. Also with the um, Gemini, they like to gain a lot of knowledge. Like that's kind of their thing is like learning more. People might feel like they're a little bit um, too opinionated and they may, might be like um, Mr. or Mrs. Know-it-alls, but that's kind of something that they like to do. A lot of Geminis are funny. They have this funny tribute about them. And what stands out about the Gemini in their area of their key function is communication. So they have that alignment with the throat chakra energy that's very strong. They are an air sign. So they are centered with that heart energy element and definitely that throat chakra element. They are also known for being like a little bit of a troublemaker. Um, I think like, like we said, Geminis get that bad rap. 
And I think that people see Geminis and they think they're trouble. And I don't think Geminis are trouble. I just think Geminis have their own personality where you either really get to know them or it might feel a little bit chaotic to you or it might feel a little bit like flighty. But it's not that they're super flighty. It's just they have a lot of energy that might feel a little bit more centered around the communication, centered around their opinion, centered around how they socialize with other people. Um, unlike some of the other zodiacs, most Geminis aren't like super materialistic. Like it's not about having things. It's more about doing the things when we think about Geminis. So they might be centered around doing all the things. And sometimes they kind of have to look at that area where they might need to get a little bit more foundation, where they might need to get a little bit more self-discipline, where they might need to get a little bit more consistent because um, they have this huge creative package in them. They have this huge center where not only are they expressing themselves through verbal communication, they're also really expressing themselves through artistic communication. That creative factor is really um, full blown. So you should really look at your area of where your Gemini placements are and um, what area of the houses is your Gemini over and just kind of see, you know, where's Mercury at in your chart. That is a good area to really tap into. And since they are an air sign, they are a masculine zodiac. They are known for being that yang energy where it can feel very alpha like it can feel very dominant light. Um, they are really centered around being curious. Um, a lot of people say like the Gemini is very curious in not just learning new things, but also like gaining knowledge about certain people, about, um, about certain logics, because they really like to not necessarily uh, an analyze it like maybe a Virgo would really you know, take the understanding to go through a full analysis, but they want to look at the other person's logic and they really like to create that area where it has this like empathetic path, but it also has this structure where it makes sense to them. Um, the Gemini is one sign that is, like I said, considered very intellectual. And when we see um, Gemini placements, a lot of times they are very strong-willed and they are also, I personally think, intellectual and they have a very broader span of, um, of creation where it feels a little chaotic and messy. And I, you know, Kanye, he's a Gemini and he's also a Taurus stellium. So I think sometimes that's an area that he battles with because, um, I do think he suffers from, um, some areas of definitely mental health, but also 
his energy when it isn't centered, when he isn't in a strong structure, if that's, you know, taking his meds or being consistent, he gets very flighty and he might be saying stuff and shit that just doesn't make sense, that just isn't right. And he's just like all over the place, very messy energy, as one might say, very chaotic energy. So he's kind of like somebody that um, is known for that Gemini area. And also what I think is interesting is Gemini's a course or compatible with other air signs. And I, I don't know if you guys saw, but um, I posted a, um, a video where Kanye was on the podcast with, I think it was the um, drink champs and they were talking about um, Kanye has a thing for Libra women. Like he prefers to date Libra women. Like he even said, um, get a Libra woman on her birthday, blah, 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 you know, and all his ex-girlfriends, um, and Kim Kardashian were a Libra. So the, the young lady that he dated when he was, I believe first starting, she was a Libra. Amber Rose was a Libra and Kim Kardashian was a Libra. His latest um, relationship with his wife, uh, Bianca, she's actually a Capricorn, which, um, you know, his he's just a very dynamic person all around. I don't know how um, that relation, you know, we don't really know much of that relationship. I sometimes speculate, like, is she his Hollywood handler? Because now he's kind of like been on good behavior. Um, so is she able to kind of like control him and make sure he's doing the things that he needs to, to have not only mind wellness, but kind of be well in the, the whole frame of the soul center and finding peace and just having this calmness around him because he seems a little bit less chaotic and less messy. And she is a Capricorn. So maybe that root chakra energy is kind of like, helping him um, in ways of managing all that uh, air energy, that masculine, whimsical, very flighty, chaotic, and messy energy that um, the Libras were showing him. So, you know, I wish everybody the best of luck um, in their uh, lifespan, but also uh, Geminis tend to get get along good with Libras, Aquarius, Aries, and Leo, which I would honestly think, like if you had a huge Gemini stellium and you were dating an Aries, that relationship must be like extremely passionate and very very spontaneous if you're just looking at the energy alone. Um, but you do see that mix where the air signs do really kind of, I guess you could say, fired it up. Fire, they fired it up with the with them fire signs and they get, ooh, honey, they probably get all crazy and probably have some amazing sex. But anyways, let's talk about the famous Geminis. And these ones really stand out to me. There are so many famous Geminis. There is literally so many talented people, especially we see them as um, singers. We see them 
as huge talents. Um, so Kanye West is a Gemini. Trump is a Gemini. Both very controversial people. Um, Angelina Jolie, Gemini. Marilyn Monroe. Uh, Natalie Portman. Johnny Depp. He had some controversy definitely when that whole um, Mars and Gemini was going on. I didn't read his chart. That probably would have been a good chart to read. Kendrick Lamar is a big Gemini um, stellium, I believe. And I remember reading his chart. I was quite impressed by how much energy he really had um, with the third house and also with that Gemini alignment. Um, Tupac Chakur, he is a Gemini as well. And as we see these areas of energy, especially with people, I feel like Kendrick is very intellectual. His, like his lyrics really make you think. And I was just um, watching a video where they were talking about like this whole story. You should look it up. It talks about Ducky, like um, Google the Kendrick Lamar Ducky about how his dad basically was working, I think at like KFC and he got robbed, but he tied it all in to basically how life recycles itself and how this person who robbed his dad, who was like a gang member, actually became one of the first music producers who helped Kendrick Lamar get signed and start his um, his rap career. So definitely he is very intellectual in the way that he creates his rap lyrics. Tupac Shakur, very, um, he's like one of my favorites. He is, you know, very controversial. Um, and he has this duality when we talk about this duality and that's the same thing with Kanye. They have this duality about them where it's like some people absolutely despise them and there are some things that they have done in their life that you absolutely despise and you're like, how could somebody so magnificent and so amazing and so talented and so intellectual do something or say something that is just at the time like seen as horrible or at the time seen as a total block and doesn't really seem as it's coming from the heart chakra energy, but they do have a strong energy of love. Like I, I do think that Kanye has a strong energy of love and so does Tupac Shakur. Bob Dylan, another amazing, talented singer and songwriter. Um, Mark uh, Wahlberg, also Marky Mark. <laughs> For those uh, over my generation, was like total fans of Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, right? Him and them Calvin Kleins, honey, let me tell you. Okay, Prince. Prince is another one of my absolute favorite um, musicians, songwriters, that strong energy with the communication. We see it a lot with the um, Geminis. And usually I will say I'm not surprised when I see these famous singers being Geminis or having strong Gemini placements. Morgan Freeman, that voice alone. Uh, Lauren Hill, 
very such a strong singer. Let's see. Amy Schumacher, um, Zoe Zalanda, Heidi Klum. So definitely some major hitters in talent for sure. Um, Paul McCartney. Yeah. So the Gemini list really goes on. Um, I believe Stevie Nicks is a Gemini as well. For those who love Stevie Nicks, she's a Gemini. Um, so I absolutely adore the Gemini energy. I think it's an amazing energy. Um, so check your Gemini placements in your chart. That's going to be your area of communication. That's also going to be your energy where you can work towards the how, the do, and the talent area, and also that creative space. That might be an area where you're also going to want to look at how to create more structure and a little bit more self-discipline. So let's get into the horoscope. So since this is Gemini season, this is all about the Gemini. So we are starting off with the Gemini. This is the time to take that appearance energy and really come one with how you feel in your own space and how people see you in your collective circle as a Gemini. This is going to be an amazing time for you to go out there, have that fun, have that social uh, interactions that you truly love to have. Um, find your hidden talents, embrace them and express them to other people as well. Also for the Gemini, I just want to say if that energy is too strong because sometimes when we are with our sun's alignment, it feels very strong. When we're in our, our solar um, return, sometimes the energy can feel very tense, intense and just very like, oh, I can't take it. So make sure you give yourself that peace to become grounded with the earth, right? Because a Gemini can be a little bit all over, but just remember that right now we are still here on earth. So put those feet in the ground, get centered with the elements and the energy of the earth. Also for the Taurus, this is a beautiful time for you to structure towards um, the investments and creating like your wish jar. So like I said, for the Taurus, there's so much strong energy coming in this year. You're going to want to really not only have that energy come forward in financial gains, but also with love and um, feeling right with where you in are in. And I think a lot of us are so structured on seeking, 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 right? Those people who never seem fulfilled or never seem happy, they might be the ones who are having the hardest time um, because they have a little bit of how come, why not, why is this taking so long, blah, 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 you know, but just acknowledge the fact that you can create your wish jar, you can create that energy where you are feeling more of the embrace of having an alignment of knowing that it's all going to work out. And I think sometimes we get in this energy where we feel like, do I need to switch jobs? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? Do I, oh, there's always something better out there, right? Like that's kind of like the energy that we get in that there's something better out there. I was just looking at the towels in the background. I was like, Ooh, yeah, that's kind of gross. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is because my plants, I had to water them and they were still like dripping. But anyways, so never mind that. Now I'm going to like getting a little self-conscious. I'm going to cover this up. <laughs> See, see, right? We are such complex creatures, right? I'm like, I don't like that. So I'm going to move it. Now you guys are going to see my treadmill. 
<laughs> for those who are watching the video. So just remember that I do, um, I do the podcast in video form and I also do it on audio form. So if you want to watch the video form and see my messy office, you can, um, or <laughs> you could just listen to audio. It's probably better, right? Okay. So Aries, this is the time for you to be around the social circles and also communication, really bring that energy where you're meeting new people, get your spontaneous energy out there. Also, this is a time for you to um, become structured with who you are and where you want to be. For the Pisces, I want you to get grounded. I really want the Pisces to get grounded. And I want you to use this communication as we are going towards Gemini season to express it, to express your foundation, to express that area where it is that you want to work forward in creating new intentions. And that can be in relationships, that can be around the home, that could be with the family. Also for the Aquarius, this is a beautiful time to up the romance, like get spontaneous and get a little sexy with it, okay? <laughs> I feel like um, it is a good time for you to get more playful, especially in the relationship. So dip into those desires of the relationship, dip into that energy of creativity and have fun. Have fun. Have fun for the Aquarius. You guys got to let loose. Have some fun, right? Get out there. <laughs> um, for the Capricorn, this is time to look at the whole body, the health and wellness as a whole. Take it in. Take that energy in. Take it fully in and embrace it. Embrace it fully of structure, of becoming one with not only the capsule of the body element, but also with the soul and the spirit and taking that energy to a newer level where you feel like almost like clear, right? For the Capricorn, I really want you to seek energy that has a clearing to it. So look out ways to clear um, and sometimes it's a lot through breath work and also it's a lot through that embrace of being alone and just letting that energy just kind of clear out. So for the Capricorn, let that energy clear out. For the, um, for the Sagittarius, this too is an amazing time for you to complete those goals, for you to complete those energy of relationships, for you to also look at partnerships and also look at areas of um, finding one alignment that could bring you to a new, a new path that you've either been seeking or working towards. Also, don't be shy to communicate with people. Sometimes our partnerships really help us. And people sometimes think like, is this a cheat code? Right? Is this a cheat code? No, it's not a cheat code. It is a fact that a lot of time people are structured in social circles. It is references. It is who, sometimes it's who you know versus what you know. And there's nothing wrong with using that to your benefit. Um, there's nothing wrong with collaboration. There's nothing wrong with moving forward, forward in an energy that is collaborative. So do that. Um, for the Scorpio, this is also a beautiful time for you to look towards 
merging and also areas of intimacy, you're going to want to bring that up a little bit stronger. You're going to want to bring that up a little bit more dynamic light and really see it forward. Um, you're going to want to bring that area where you're one with, um, you're one with knowing where it is that you want to create that energy alignment of resources. Kind of similar to the Sag, but a little bit different. This is more an interpersonal space. This isn't really so much of a social space. This is more of an interpersonal space. This is also a time that you're going to want to reflect on the area of what is the fears that are hidden and clear it away and also release them. So this isn't really like a time to be doing high, high manifestation, especially as we have all this energy being aligned with the eclipses, especially for the Scorpios, the Leos, the Aquariuses, those fixed signs. It's a time to just kind of whoo, <laughs> go whoo and let it out, right? Um, let that intense energy and also reflect a little bit on the shadow and the shadow work. Um, it's like being truthful with ourselves. We know that's such a hard dynamic sometimes. Um, for the Libra, this is a time that you're going to want to seek that energy of travel and also higher knowledge. Um, through philosophy, through communication, and especially when we see it in this area season of the Gemini. So you're going to want to communicate with others. You're also going to want to create alliances with others, um, friend circles. This is a beautiful time for the Libra to become a little bit more social if the Libra's been like hanging out in the house and maybe not really getting out there. Enjoy this time. This is kind of like a good time for you, especially for that energy of relation and learning and moving into a new path. So embrace it and enjoy it. For the Virgo, this is a time where we are going to look at that energy of the, the area of the long-term goals. So for the Virgo, we're going to look at it as more as a pathway where it moves for the long-term. So not short-term goals. This could be centered around career, family. This could also be centered around energies around the masculine. So you're going to want to look at that long-term goal energy, where it is that you feel centered or where it is that you feel that you need to release or clear. Also for the Virgo, this is a beautiful time for you to establish that you are a very structured person. You are a very structured individual and you have a lot of strong energy that creates a status and creates a purpose and creates a lifespan of not just enjoyment and purity, but also fulfillment for your own self, right? And for your own um, unit, if that is your own interpersonal collective with the family, the unity, or an outer collective. For the Leo, this is a beautiful time for you to get out there. And really for the Leo, I want you to embrace the heart chakra energy, um, right? Following, um, following the exit of um, of 
Taurus season, as we start to enter the Gemini season, there was a full moon lunar eclipse that took place and it was in Leo. So it might have been an area where the reflection of the shadow space felt like like a just like a burden or maybe it felt very chaotic or you were going through an energy cycle where it just felt kind of unaligned. And I want you to take that heart chakra energy and that energy of um, empathy. Not saying that it's missing, but sometimes we have to give that forgiveness, um, not only from ourselves, um, with ourselves, but also the forgiveness um, with others. And sometimes that's very difficult, right? And people are like, I'm not forgiving that person, right? But it's sometimes not really about just that person. It's also sometimes about us and the reflected the reflection of what happened and then we put the blame on ourselves right we put that blame energy that ashamed energy on ourselves so if you are a leo that is a perfect time for you to clear also it is a time for you to embrace the friends um embrace the area of the collective or maybe you pushed it back um maybe you push that energy back or you just didn't see the other side. So for the Leo, definitely embrace that area. If you feel like you need and you can forgive somebody, give yourself that permission. If you feel like you can and forgive yourself, give yourself that permission as well. And also look at the wishes of the collection. So that could just be your own. How is it that you see your friend circle working, right? How it is that you see your community working with you and for you and how you can work with them and with them Um, and get out there and have fun. Um, For the cancer, this is a time that you're really going to want to do some self-care. You're also going to want to do some closure, um, also closure of the past. Um, For the cancer, if the emotions have been extremely high, they might feel more intense, especially as we have that Mars energy. So that might be making you feel a little bit irritable. It might be making you feel a little bit more centered around the energy of irritability or feeling moody or feeling like the communication is just chaotic, especially as we have it with Gemini um, season. Um, hopefully by the time we are in Gemini season, the retrogrades have cleared away fully. I mean, we still have Pluto in retrograde, but that Mercury where the communication has definitely been maybe not what we thought or the finances weren't what we thought. So that area is starting to kind of bypass and get back to normal um, as we are approaching Gemini season. But for the cancer, it is a time for you to let go of the limiting self-beliefs. And look at me, I'm like moving my my video recorder just so you guys don't see my messy towels in my room from feeding and watering my plants. But yeah, let, let go of the limiting self-beliefs. And one of the ways that we can do that is by acknowledgement. 
that, you know, life is life and it's not always beautiful. It's not always perfect, but we have to nourish ourselves and we have to nourish the beings around us. And if that's little um, messy towels around the house with the plants, right? We have to take care of that energy and embrace that energy. So we want to thank everybody for listening to Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. I just wanted to remind you that you can watch this video episode on Spotify or also YouTube. Also check out my nursing channel, Nurse Love 101 on YouTube, where you guys get to see vlogs of my um, everyday life and follow me on chakras underscore cuss words on Instagram as well. And everybody have an amazing day. Take care. Bye. Hey friends, it's me again. I'm just giving this quick little message. I want to remind you guys that it is currently Mercury <laughs> retrograde as I am recording this podcast for Gemini season. And Mercury retrograde tends to play with the mind and the area of communication, especially the throat chakra. And I totally fucked up. I kept saying full moon lunar eclipse in Leo and it's full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio that is ending, but it still will have some area towards the Leos. But in actuality, I just wanted to correct that because I literally stopped recording and I was like, Fuck, I said full moon, lunar eclipse in Leo. It's not Leo, babes. It's Scorpio, but that's Mercury retrograde. Everybody have an amazing day. Love y'all. Thanks for the support.